Hi, Fireside. Thank you for having me today. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we give this time to you, Lord. We want to lift up your name. We want to receive from you. We want you to be glorified and worshipped. Father, we give you this space. Would you enter into it? Would you enter into our own hearts and our own minds, Lord? Would you comfort us where we need comfort? Bring us healing, Lord, where there is hurt. Would you bring us joy where there is sorrow? We desperately need a word from you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Fireside, when I think of you and where you, you have been and where you've come from, I'm, um, I'm just amazed. Your journey began, it's been a few years now, began uh, several years ago under the leadership of Kate and Andy. And a group of you, couples, came together and you decided that you were going to answer God's call. And that's what you did. Courageously, bravely, you went out and you planted a church together. You answered that kingdom call to build something new, to do something new for Christ, for his kingdom right here in this area. And you've really been on a journey. And in many ways, it has been exhilarating, planting a church, starting something new, really from scratch, but also exhausting. <laughs> and along this journey, you've experienced sorrow and you've experienced loss. That's your journey, Fireside. What I want you to know is that as you continue on this journey, that you are not moving aimlessly, you are not moving without purpose, that as you have always been, you are still heading toward God. And that's how we think of the Christian life. It's walking toward God. Eugene Peterson described the Christian life as a long obedience in the same direction. He took that phrase from Nietzsche, he took that phrase and he baptized it in Jesus, but he took it and used it for our walk with the Lord. He said it's a walk, it's a journey. It's a walk toward God, a long obedience in the same direction. That direction, we are always headed Godward. And sometimes in that journey, well, the seasons can look very different. But we're always headed in the same place. So Fireside, today I chose a psalm, Psalm 121, to look at because it's a psalm for the journey. It's a psalm of ascent and uh, it's one of 15 psalms that were sung by pilgrims who were making their way uh, to Jerusalem to worship God uh, during one of their major festivals. There were usually three major festivals throughout the year, and pilgrims would all come together at the same time, and they would caravan, form groups of people, and they journey 
to Jerusalem where they'd worship God. And on their way, they would sing. And maybe you remember as a kid being packed up in the minivan, for me it was the station wagon, and uh, packed up and uh, going on summer vacation and singing as you went. The whole family get together, you'd sing some songs. Not much unlike what they did. So Psalm 121, a song of ascent. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. So this is a psalm, a song for the journey as a group of people are heading toward God. And they know that as they're heading toward God, that they might need help along the way. And Fireside, that's true of your journey too. As you are journeying toward God, you have learned as a church how to become the hands and the feet of Jesus, how to really become the body of Christ and love one another. You have learned what it means to be that body. And along that journey, you've also learned that you need to look toward God. I want you to, to be reminded of where you're headed. It is a long obedience in the same direction, but you're always headed toward God. And in that journey, I want you to remember that yes, you will need help. So the psalmist says, where does my help come from? And of course, any journey can be fraught with danger. That was definitely true in ancient times. You, you remember the parable of the Good Samaritan. Right, We have a man who's walking on the road from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he's attacked and left uh, really uh, in bad, bad shape. And uh, that's because it was a dangerous road. Uh, there were bandits and robbers and people who wanted to, to steal from you, and all sorts of things could happen. So you can imagine these pilgrims walking. Where does their help come from because the road they knew was could be dangerous but maybe they're also asking this question because as they're walking along as they're journeying to Jerusalem they're seeing different hills uh, along the road and upon these hills are set pagan altars because uh, if you know anything about your your bible history you know that throughout the centuries God's people really struggled with worshiping God alone. And there were periods, centuries really, um, in, in their history in which they would erect pagan altars on hills and uh, worship these false gods. So imagine these true followers now heading down or up to Jerusalem. You, you always head up to Jerusalem no matter where you come from always heading up 
to Jerusalem and seeing these, these pagan altars and say, where does my help? It doesn't come from that. That's not real. Mm -mm. A God carved of stone or wood, that can't help me. And I know I need help on this journey. Where does my help come from? And Fireside, you have been on a journey. I want you to remember where your help comes from. The psalmist tells us, verse 2, My help comes from the Lord, all caps, L-O-R-D, the maker of heaven and earth. He wants us to remember that the Lord, Yahweh, our help comes from the creator God. This amazing, magnificent God who, who flung the stars and, and the planets into existence. That God who has created everything, who knows every hair on your head. It is that God from whom our help comes. That God, wow. This big, amazing God. And back then, having that kind of God who would help you was really hard to believe. You see, pagan gods weren't actually all that helpful. If you remember some of your Greek mythology, you remember Zeus, right? Zeus, where does he live? Of course, he lives on Mount Olympus. And Mount Olympus was almost 10,000 feet above sea level, quite a climb to get to, to Zeus. He lived at the top, and Mount Olympus is at the northern reaches of Greece, meaning Zeus was hard to reach. He was untouchable. He wasn't meant to be reached. He wasn't meant to be known by people. It's the same thing of a, another god called Baal-Hadad. He resided on a mountain in the northern reaches of Syria, almost 6,000 feet climb. And uh, the point is you couldn't reach these gods. They were meant to be remote and distant. But our psalmist says that our help, our help comes from the God who has created everything. This big, amazing God. And where are the pilgrims headed? <laughs> to the place where this God resides. Not at the top of a mountain that can't be re reached, but in the heart of a populated city. This God, this God who's big, amazing, makes his home among people. That's the God who gives us our help. John 1 talks about the word becoming flesh. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, among people. Or as Eugene Peterson says it, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. That's our God. Our, God, our help comes from this God. And now, for every believer, every person who puts their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, who says, yes, Lord, I know you die for my sin. I am sorry. I am forgiven through you. Every person who does that, who puts their trust in Jesus Christ, our God 
makes his home in our hearts. So Fireside, as you are on your journey as a church, remember where your help comes from. It comes from this big God who lives in your heart. Wow, it's amazing. And it is quite a journey we're on. And in this journey, we know we need help. Eugene Peterson talks about it this way. He says, the Christian life is not a quiet escape to a garden where we can walk and talk uninterruptedly with our Lord, nor is it a fantasy trip to a heavenly city where we can compare blue ribbons and gold medals with others who have made it to the winner's circle. The Christian life, he says, is going to God. In going to God, Christians travel the same ground that everyone else walks on. We breathe the same air, drink the same water, shop in the same stores. We read the same newspapers. We're the citizens of the same governments. We pay the same prices for gasoline and groceries. We fear the same dangers. We're subject to the same pressures. We get the same distresses. We're buried in the same ground. This Christian life, it's going to God. And it's not always easy. And that's why the psalmist actually raises the question, where does my help come from? Because in going to God, in this journey to God, it's not always easy. And we will need help but it gives us confidence in the journey when we know who our God is. He is big God creator, but he is also God who lives in our human hearts, who has made his home in our hearts. That will give us confidence in the journey as we travel, as we go to God. Now, as I read this, a couple of phrases might've popped out to you that said, hmm, I'm not so sure about that, Pat. For instance, verse three, he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. It's true that this big God, this God who makes his home in our heart, never sleeps. He doesn't take a break when it comes to watching us. In this psalm, we're told five times that the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord watches, 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 watches over us. I mean, you can't miss it. All this psalm is saying is that God is watching over us. The Lord, this big creator God, the God who's made his home in our hearts, he is watching us all the time. There is never a moment, Fireside, when God is not watching you. There is never a moment when God takes a break from you on your journey toward him. God continues persistently and passionately, and that's how he wants us to walk with him, persistently and with passion. He never stops, even though sometimes it feels like he is not there. God continues to watch. And the psalmist says, he won't let your foot slip. Well, of course, if you've spent one day in this world, you know that your foot has slipped. You've fallen, literally, figuratively, in all kinds of ways. Our feet have slipped. So what does this mean? And the sun won't, the sun won't harm you by day, nor the moon by night. They were afraid of being moonstruck at night, the ancients. 
But what does that mean? No harm, no feet slipping. It means that God will never let us fall so far that it is beyond his reach. That we can never fall so far that it is beyond the grasp of God. What he's saying is we are walking toward God. It's a long obedience in the same direction toward God. And he's saying, you're going to get there. You're going to get there. We're going to see God face to face one day in our journey to him. He will not let us be stopped in our pursuit, in our goal of getting to him. We will get there. And as we journey, there is nothing that will happen to us that is beyond his reach. No hope so despairing, so hopeless that is beyond his reach. No sorrow too deep, too difficult that is beyond his comfort. Nothing for his reach extends beyond the grave. So God is with you in this journey. He will not let your foot slip so far that you end up in utter hopelessness. In your journey toward him, fireside, he will keep you and you will get there. You will see God face to face one day. And on that journey, he will watch you every step of the way, guiding you and guarding you. That is what God does. He watches over you. Both now and forevermore. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. He has the eternal perspective. But this should give you confidence in the journey, Fireside, that God is your help along the journey. This big God who makes his home in your heart. Look to him. And don't forget where you're headed. Your journey is not without purpose. It is not aimless. You are headed toward God. Remember that. And every season looks different in your journey. But right now, maybe more than ever in the life of your church, you need to be reminded that you are still heading toward God. And that God is with you. And that he is your help. He is going to preserve you. I, um, I want to tell you a little story. Last Thanksgiving, we celebrated our daughter's first birthday, Audrey. She turned one. Now, Audrey was uh, born, we found 36 hours uh, after she was born, we discovered that she had Down syndrome. Uh, we didn't know until um, a day after she was born. She came six weeks early, so uh, she was premature and she ended up needing to stay in the hospital for six weeks. So I was actually discharged last year, 2019, uh, on Thanksgiving Day. But I had to leave my baby, our baby girl, at, at uh, the hospital. And I had just received the diagnosis late on Wednesday night. I was all alone and a PA walked in and she said, well, 
The ge genetic testing is back. Uh, she lit up for trisomy 21. That's just how she said it. I didn't even know what trisomy 21 was. I couldn't speak. And for preacher, you know, <laughs> we always talk, but no words would come out for a while. And uh, I was discharged the next morning and uh, my family didn't even know. And they were all here in my home preparing Thanksgiving dinner because we had bought everything. Right before I went into labor, we thought we were hosting Thanksgiving dinner. We had the turkey, we had a 22 pound turkey, all the fixings. So my family was here, my sisters and their brothers, my mother and my father, and they prepared Thanksgiving dinner and they were expecting me to come home with a baby and celebrate. But instead I came home filled with sorrow and no baby. And I had to tell them about a Down syndrome diagnosis. I remember I whispered it in my sister's ears and their hearts just sank. Then I went upstairs to my room and I just cried. And that was Thanksgiving 2019. Well, Thanksgiving 2020 was different. It was a COVID Thanksgiving, but it was happened to be Audrey's birthday, the 26th. And so much was different. I remember right here in my cupboard, I, I pulled out some pictures and platters and I was getting ready to celebrate just our little family. And I took out the butter dish. Let me show you. And I was just gonna wash it to get it ready for this Thanksgiving. And I opened it and lo and behold, there was butter in it. <laughs> Last year's butter, of course. And uh, this flood of memories just came back, thinking about, you know, uh, you know, that day and what it had been like and what the year had been like. And I just sat down and for a few moments, again, I had tears in my eyes. But then as I looked at this butter, I noticed something about it. It was still butter. <laughs> in fact, I could have put it out and nobody would have known it was butter that it was a year old. When I looked at it, I noticed that it was softer. Definitely warmer. There were no hard end edges. They were rounded out and smoothed over. And I just looked at it and I said, thank you, God. You've preserved us this last year and you've made us softer. We're warmer. <laughs> Our hard edges are a little bit smoother, but the point is God preserved us. He was with us every moment, every step in our journey toward him. Every season is different fireside. Oh, and you are in a tough one want you to know and be reminded that God is watching over you. He is your help and he will preserve you every step of the way. That's what our God does. So on your journey, keep looking to him. Remember, you are not walking aimlessly or purposely or without purpose. You are walking toward God and he will help you. 
and he will get you there. It's true. God does not give us all of the answers. He's never promised us all of the answers, but he promises us himself. And that's what he gives you on this journey, Fireside. He gives you himself, watching over you, loving you, preserving you, until one day you will meet him face to face. Go with God's blessing on this journey, Fireside.